Warning, this podcast contains questionable content of the more adult variety and may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Don't say we didn't warn you. Michael, get your fingers out of the cheese dip. Hi, I'm Carla. I'm Michael. And we're GoPost. <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> I mean... You can be whoever you want to be, honey. Uh, just let me know. Uh, but yeah, we're we're the podcast that are, is about to tell you uh, some crazy stories with some fun facts and uh, some fun games. So yeah, strap in and hold on to your butts. That's my new phrase. I don't know why. It's apparently the hold on to your butts is from Jurassic Park. I did not realize this until somebody sent me a GIF. GIF. Jiffy GIF. GIF. How dare you say GIF. <laughs> Rude. Right. I want my slight, short, animated clips to be very separate from my peanut butter, just saying. Moms choose GIF. Dudes choose GIF. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> oh, by the way, I've had a cold this week, so uh, I apologize for any sneezing, coughing, blowing my nose, um, potential death. It's accidental. Don't be alarmed. Okay. Okay. So, disclaimer there. Fair warning. Yeah, fair warning. Fair warning. So uh, last week, we decided to ask everybody on Twitter uh, and on our podcast, what's the worst buy one, get one free sale you can think of? And of course, the lovely Twitter always, never, always never fails. Always never fails because that is English. Um, always never <laughs> fails us. I'm, I'm running with it. I'm going with it. Uh, so Mens Rea podcast said burial plots. Thank you, Mens Rea podcast, because I said coffin, so I think we're quite on the same same logic here. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. Which, Although funerals are so expensive, I would be down for a buy one get one funeral plot. Right. <laughs> Save some money, you that's know. That's true. That's true. Unless I make my family pay for it, which I don't care. Um, and they said that's probably worse. <laughs> to be fair, you don't want your coffin. You want your you want to use your coffins fresh, don't you? I'm like. I don't know if I'd care. Uh, Does it really matter? <laughs> so Kate from Ignorance Was Bliss, always the lovely Kate, says uh, dollar store pregnancy tests. To which oh. I responded, there's dollar store pregnancy tests? What? That is a thing. So yeah. uh, PSA, there are dollar store pregnancy tests, and apparently they're just as accurate as the ones they get in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Really? Supposedly. Supposedly. Huh. Oh, the McCray case. I can't read. I'm trying to say it. The McCray case. Thema. What the fuck is Thema? The McCray case podcast uh, said Dignitas. Do you know what Dignitas is? Nope. It is the uh, Physician Assisted Suicide Services in Switzerland. Oh. Like, oh. Grim. Very much so. Which they replied, think of it as a treat for the in-laws. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> they must really hate their in-laws. All Wine Aside podcast said if there was ever one of those glass eyes, that would be weird. Yeah, because you only need one. <laughs> uh, genre Junkies podcast said, strictly value speaking, a shoe. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, it is buy one, get one free already. Yeah. Um, oh, God. I didn't see this one. Uh, Hop Nation USA. Tongue amputation. Uh, why? I don't know. So what? Do you like get it cut what? out and they put it back in so they can cut it out again? Or I don't know. I have no idea. Um, I'm I, I know. Me too. Um, 
Laura Urquhart, again, the name I can't pronounce, suggested defense lawyers. Def- well, I mean, that's that would work. We don't need defense lawyers twice, I guess is the idea. A uh, mixed media for a po- forest podcast said, the worst buy one get one free deals that I've experienced, and I see this a lot, is where a store doubles the price of an item, then makes it a BOGO special. Not cool, man. Not cool. I agree, mixed media. No, that's so it's fucked. Come on, bullshit. capitalism. Fuck, get your fuck sh- you, capitalism. You're ruining my, my groove here. Um, whining about crime, who, oh my God, was so sweet and sent us a bunch of stickers and a nice note in the, the post the other day. Thank you. Amazing. Thank Listen, you. her podcast is phenomenal. Like she just has the most soothing voice. I love it. Uh, she said, Bogo is cool. Is that it's that baloney two for five or, or if you only want one, it's $3 each. That's true. Like, cause you don't always need two sometimes you just need one maybe like every time you go to mcdonald's and it's like get two chicken sandwiches for five dollars but if you want one it's 450 and you're i like, really but... don't need to i do not need that much fat clogging my arteries today mcdonald's thank you yeah are you gonna pay for my health care <laughs> for my my next heart attack no no you are not god damn it i'm, I'm very angry now no i've made myself angry michael See, see, they are baloney. Bogo is cool. Those are at baloney first I, deals. At baloney. First I thought she was saying you. It's she hates Bogo baloney, and I'm like, well, I hate that too because I hate baloney. And then I'm like, oh, she's saying it is baloney, but not the baloney you buy. It's bullshit. She was just saying it really nicely. I, yeah. I, I don't translate niceness well in my brain. <laughs> okay. I wouldn't like baloney Bogo. Just, just to put that nope. out there. Uh, so that's it for our random question of the week. Thank you all for submitting your answers. They're all fantastic. If you think of any others, feel free to tweet us. We will still read them on the air. So, um, Michael, what's on the agenda for today? The agenda, not agenda. It's just agenda. Oh, oh. Speaking of uh, people who answered our random question, Liz Prudlow answered our question <gasps> on Facebook. She said, "You smell different today." In regards to what's the creepiest thing you could say while passing someone on the street? No. (laughs) Mm. Thanks, Liz. (laughs) I just burped up some of my burrito thinking about that. It was disgusting. Actually, it tasted pretty good coming up, so it's not too bad. Stop. (laughs) Hello, I'm Bonnie Lee of Whining About Crime a story-driven true crime podcast created here in Canada. I try to examine the elements of a crime and how the motives, the victims, and sometimes even the accused stories can teach us something about ourselves and the people we encounter. Can we learn something that can be applied to our own lives? Well, there's only one way to know. You'll know that you've found me when you hear me say... Please, don't leave me. So what's on the agenda? The agenda. <laughs> oh, God, snot's coming out of my nose. Excuse me. Just one second. I am ah. a mess today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Carla Dayhoff nose-blowing show. Today, we have <laughs> a special guest, the Common Cold here in the studio with us if you'll excuse me i have a cold in my nose today <laughs> okay i'm good i'm good i am alive and 
uh, mildly less congested. So we shall continue. Onward. And upward. Um, yeah, so the agenda today um, consists of... Oh my gosh. Okay, so guess what this week is, Michael? Um, this week is the week of National Dog Day. Is it? I think today is. Oh, I don't care. I don't have a dog. Sorry to all you dog people out there. Not a dog person. Um, no, it is Burning Man this week, Michael. Oh, Burning Man. How how do you feel about Burning Man? Do you know anything about Burning Man? I do. I've heard plenty of stories and it just sounds awful. <laughs> you know, our good friend Kim from People Are Wild podcast, uh, she's a traveling nurse. And this week she is in the medical tent at Burning Man. Which is amazing. That's cool. That's cool. That is way cool. And apparently she's staying in the camp called Fern, which is short for fucking ER nurses. And I'm like, is that like fucking ER nurses roll your eyes? Or is that like fucking ER nurses bounce chicken wow wow? And she's like, well, it is Burning Man. So probably both. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't doubt it. Um, so lovely, lovely Kim sent me a few stories from the ER. Uh, not Burning Man ER, but I will update you those if she sends me a few more. I think she's sleeping right now because she probably worked overnight. So, yeah. Um, let's see. Let's start at the beginning with some of her stories. Holy crap, she sent me a lot. I'll, I'll, I'll try and judge here what I want to read. Are you ready, Michael? Are you so ready for ready. the pain? I'm going to bring the pain. Bring the pain on! <laughs> okay. Okay, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Just chill. <laughs> That's the only WWE <laughs> reference I can make. Sorry. Uh, it was good for me. Okay. Was it good for you? It was so good for me because it's Dwayne The Rock Johnson and I want to marry him. Um, have <laughs> you seen his biceps? I mean, come on. And he can also flex his pecs, which is a fantastic talent. I want to be able to do that, but I have boobs, so it doesn't really work out. Okay. So this preteen gets stuck in a toddler playground swing because her friends dared her to fit in it. So she did. Then she couldn't wiggle out of it. Her friends got scared and called the fire department. They tried their damnness to get her out, but couldn't. She was stuck in there. So they cut down the swings chains and transport her to our ER for help with removal. And also because the patient's legs are starting to feel kind of numb. So, oh, no. so she arrives in the supine position, which, by the way, anytime anyone arrives to the ER via ambulance and they're lying on their stomach, 99% chance it's going to be a memorable patient. She comes in and there's like five nurses, three medics, and the ER doc, and we're all trying to figure out how to get this kid out of the swing. So we call the OR, and I remember asking, I know this is a weird request, but can you guys bring the big bone saw and as much lube as you've got? Which, by the way, we do stock lubricant in the hospital. Just saying. Uh, naturally, they came down, and so did half of their nighttime staff. Standard hospital procedure. We tried lubing her up and sliding her out. No dice. She was wearing skinny jeans that suctioned her at this point, suctioned to her at this point, and she was stuck in there. So then someone decided to call in maintenance, and this guy walks in, takes one look at the scene, and says, be right back. So he came back with 10 cutters, and between him and the fire department, they cut off the swing. It gets removed. Her mom's pissed but relieved that she's out. And then when we go to discharge her, her mom makes the patient carry the swing out with her, and the chains are dragging on the ground like she's fucking Jacob Marley haunting Ebenezer Scrooge. 
Ah, that is a wonderful visual. Like, you were stupid. You need to carry this out of the hospital. It's it's literally like, I don't know, like carrying the weight of your your sins. Literally carrying it. It's fantastic. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. Uh, she had a few other quick anecdotes that I'll, I'll read you right. Just, they're just really short. So, uh, I mean, sex, quote unquote, sex sent me to the ER stories pop up every now and then, but I have yet to see anyone come in because they were stuck in a sex swing. Oh, that's what I was asking her about. I'm like, was it a sex swing? Uh, it was not, it was a, <laughs> she, she was a little bit young to be in sex swing. Gross. Um, so she's like, I've seen a college freshman come in because he was having an asthma attack during a threesome. Fair. Ooh. I mean, college freshman. First threesome, has asthma. I think that that's right for an asthma attack. It happens. Okay, I've seen a lady have a vaginal abscess burst when her partner was banging oh. her. Uh, I've seen a couple sex toys get stuck in people, and I've seen someone tear their scrotum. Oh, no. Oh, yep. God. Are you, like, ready to have an asthma attack thinking about tearing your no, scrotum? No, I'm about ready to go vomit. <laughs> oh you're welcome well thank you so much kim um oh god she continued on i will refrain for the rest of the podcast on reading those stories but they're fantastic next time and i can't wait i can't wait to hear about the burning man uh stories oh sorry sorry bumping my microphone uh yeah so that's that those are it's always fun to hear er stories and there's nothing like er stories to like bring everyone together because who doesn't love a crazy er story right because when you either i i always say like when you end up in the er it's probably gonna be the worst fucking day of your life and it's probably true but if it's because of your own goddamn fault i have very little sympathy for you right (laughs) This is Kim, your friendly neighborhood ER nurse. I'm the host of People Are Wild, the only podcast that claims to bring medical entertainment, medutainment, on a weekly basis. I can be found on your favorite podcast listening app, iTunes, and Google Play, and you could talk to me on Twitter at People Are Wild. So, this week, Michael... I have a surprise for you. Is it boobs, boobs, and about Burning Man? It is. That is music to my ears. Uh, yes. So I decided to do something a little bit different this week because everybody's. I'm sure there are people out there who are like, "What the fuck is Burning Man?" Well, let me enlighten you all about Burning Man. <laughs> all right. So here is your Burning Man BBBs, your boobs, boobs, and bizarre, aka. Black Rock Desert. And I have to thank the Burning Man website and Wikipedia for, like, all this information. Uh, so, bur- what is Burning Man? Burning Man is an annual event in the western United States at Black Rock City, a temporary city erected huh, erected in the Black Rock Desert of... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> ah, I'm 12. Of northwest Nevada, approximately 100 miles north-northeast of Reno. The late summer event is described as an experiment in community and art, influenced by 10 main principles, and I will read to those to you shortly. The event takes its name from its culmination, the symbolic ritual of burning a large wooden effigy, quote-unquote, the man, that traditionally occurs on the Saturday evening of the event. 
So it was first held 32 years ago in 1986 on Baker Beach in San Francisco as a small function organized by Larry Harvey and Jerry James, who built the first quote-unquote man. It has since been held annually, spanning from the last Sunday in August to the first Monday in September, Labor Day. Uh, Burning Man 2017 was held from August 27th to September 4th, and attendance was capped at 70,000 people. Mm -hmm. It is massive. Um, The Black Rock Desert, however, is trying its best to kill you when you're there. Radical self-reliance is one of Burning Man's core principles. The Black Door Desert is a flat, prehistoric lake bed composed of a hard pan alkali ringed by majestic mountains. Daytime temperatures routinely exceed 100 degrees Fahrenheit, and the humidity is extremely low. So because it's a desert, it also means the nighttime temperatures drop extremely low. Okay, so the 10 principles of Burning Man. Radical inclusion. Anyone may be a part of Burning Man. We welcome and respect the stranger. No prerequisites exist for participation in our community. Gift, well, pro- probably lots of money because uh, you gotta you gotta be prepared. That includes a lot of shit. Uh, Burning Man is devoted to acts of gift giving. The value of a gift is unconditional. Gifting does not contemplate a return or an exchange of something of equal value. Decommodification. In order to preserve the spirit of gifting, our community seeks to create social environments that are unmediated by commercial sponsorships, transactions, or advertising. We stand ready to protect our culture from such exploitation. We resist the substitution of consumption for participatory experience. Radical self-reliance. Burning Man encourages the individual to discover, exercise, and rely on his or her inner resources. So basically I'm fucked because I need indoor plumbing and I prefer cooked meals. Um, Yeah, I don't need to survive the desert. Thanks. Uh, radical self, oh, sorry, radical self-expression. Radical self-expression arises from the unique gifts of the individual. No one other than the individual or a collaborating group can determine its content. It is offered as a gift to others. In this spirit, the giver should respect the rights and liberties of the recipient. Communal effort. Our community values creative cooperation and collaboration. Civic responsibility. We value civil society. Um, let's see. They uh, assume responsibility for public welfare and endeavor to communicate civil responsibilities to participants. So basically it's like an anarchist utopia is what they're going for. And it only works for about a week. Uh, Leaving no trace, which I can get fully behind. Our community respects the environment. We are committed to leaving no physical trace of our activities wherever we gather. We clean up after ourselves and endeavor whenever possible to leave such places in a better state than when we found them. I somehow imagine that's really impossible with 70,000 people. Uh, participation. Our community is committed to a radically participatory ethic. We believe that transformative change, whether in the individual or in society, can occur only through the medium of deeply personal participation. Again, I'm kind of fucked. I don't like people. I don't want to deal with them. I don't want to talk to them. I don't want to be around them. I don't think Burning Man's a place for me. Immediacy. Immediate experience is, in many ways, the most important touchstone of value in our culture. We seek to overcome barriers that stand between us and a recognition of recognition of our inner selves, the reality of those around us, participation in society, and contact with a natural world exceeding human powers. No idea can substitute for this experience. So I even read a list online that said, uh, it was like, so who actually ruined Burning Man? And they're like, well, for the amount of time that Burning Man has been around, 
someone has ruined it every single year. Um, but it was, it was fascinating. They uh, just kind of went on to talk about how important being immersed in, in the experience is and how from the outside we just don't get it. It's like you have to be there. I guess. So. I don't know. Further exploration into, I won't read all of these, but I just want to let you know that there is a whole section on their website of survival checklist. Okay. Here you go. You must bring 1.5 gallons of water per person per day. An extensive first aid kit. And they have a link to what a first aid kit includes. There's over 30 items in here. Um, but I'll read off some of the more uh, interesting ones. Antiseptic white packets. Uh, aloe vera gel for minor burns and sunburn. Benadryl for minor allergic reactions, itching, and a, deep, and a sleep aid too. Antacid. Antidiarrheal. Laxative. Saline eye wash solution. Breathing barrier. With one-way valve for mouth-to-mouth. Let's try to avoid this. Oh, my God. Um, Instant cold compress, non-latex gloves, hydrocortisone ointment, bandage scissors, uh, several types of bandages, triangular bandages, tweezers, chapstick, sunscreen, vinegar, because you need to treat playa, or uh, I like to call it playa foot. Uh, So what is playa foot? I doubt it has anything to do with being a fuckboy, but just in case, don't be a playa either. Playa foot is a malady unique to the Black Rock Desert, caused by the alkali dust that makes up the desert. It is, in essence, a chemical burn. The most common cause of playa foot is exposure of your feet to the desert floor by not wearing socks and closed shoes. While this malady is not serious, it is uncomfortable. The good news is that you may easily care for this yourself. Okay, so here's the thing. They're really into, like, deep expression. Um... People are running around barefoot and naked everywhere, and all of a sudden you're getting goddamn chemical burns. And I have a feeling it's not happening just on your feet. So, on top of the first aid kit, you also need a particle nope. dust mask, goggles to protect eyes during dust storms, rope or tie-down straps, an emergency toilet, which is, they say, bring a five-gallon utility bucket with lid and garbage bag liners, duct tape, you'll find a need for it guaranteed, lights for your bike and your person, portable ashtrays, fire extinguishers to protect your camp and property, uh, and if you plan to burn your art. Common sense, an open mind, and a sense of humor and a positive attitude. Well, gee, I'm going to need goggles for a dust storm, an emergency toilet because I'm obviously going to get diarrhea from something, and I'm getting a chemical burn. Sign me up. Oh, my God. I know. So, okay, you you should probably positive. Shade structures, like umbrellas, parasol sheets, something to break the midday sun, because you're in a fucking desert. A wide-brim hat, a cooking stove if you expect to heat or eat food or liquid. Uh, A bicycle, portable shower with a drain system to collect and manage gray water. Uh, uh, Let's see, costumes, musical instruments, props, decorations, and anything that might make the experience more fun for you and your playa neighbors. Playa, playa, whatever. Uh, A battery-powered AM, FM radio, a camp marker like a flag or banner. 12-inch tent stakes. Rebar is cheap and effective in high wind. Plastic bottles or tennis ball- balls to top and protect dangerous rebar stakes. So, like, it's cheap, but they're also dangerous because if you trip and fall on them in the middle of the night, you're going to get a projectile through your chest and kill yourself. Uh, extra set of car keys. Keys are easily lost and there's no locksmith in BRC. Uh, reusable travel coffee mug for your trips to the cafe. And a five-gallon bucket to moop, capital M-O-O-P. I'm assuming that's your emergency poop bucket. Pick up waste, 
or or get this so you can also use your uh emergency waste bucket to protect yourself from the rain please explain to me how that one works it's it's full of shit Okay, so the playa, just, just to really entice you to go there. Gross. The playa can be subject to playa. God, I can't say that fucking right. Playa can be subject to sudden bouts of fierce, unpredictable weather. Storm cells may bring high winds, lightning, and rain. Dust storms prowl the playa and can produce instant whiteouts, quote-unquote. Long, sustained rainfall or prolonged whiteout conditions are unlikely, but you should be mentally and physically prepared for such occurrences. If you're caught in a whiteout, seek immediate shelter and stay there. Now's the time to use those goggles you bought. And if you're far from shelter, sit down, cover your face with your shirt, and wait. Carry a dust mask with you at all times. And that is the conclusion of our booze, boobs, and bazaar for Burning Man. Who wants to go? Huh. <sighs> Everyone, apparently. Uh-uh. Ugh. Kim wants me to go. I'm like, I don't really do the whole camping no. and lots of people thing. And she's like, we'll get an RV. It's not and for I'm me. like, ah! Okay. It just honestly sounds like a f- seven-day thing of m- the Mad Max movie, really. Which could be fun after for like a day, maybe. Right? I'm like, but seven days of that? Uh, I see why everybody's on drugs there. I'd need to be. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I could handle all the dust. It was so smoky here the past week that I would just like die. Bye. I would be dead. Talk about asthma attack during a three-way, am I right? Uh, are you right? Wait, think. Actually, funny enough, Kim also mentioned that she is next to uh, a camp that is uh, the Scrambled Eggs and Orgy Camp. So you can get scrambled eggs and have an orgy because, you know, they're scrambling eggs and then they're scrambling eggs, if you know what I mean. Wink, wink. Oh, no. <laughs> well, that concludes my BBBs. Uh, Michael, do you have a story from Burning Man? Not of your own experience, but do you have one? I don't have a story, but I have problems you'll only experience at <laughs> Burning Man that I found on sfgate.com. Well, I'm assuming that they are entirely different from the problems I brought up in the survival guide. Uh, not all of them, like playa foot and uh, using vinegar to bathe yourself because of the exposure to the alkali sand. <laughs> And to soothe your chemical burns while you're expressing yourself freely and nakedly. Uh, There's another one. (laughs) They say two words, crotch dust. Uh, Going back to the orgy, one of them is accidentally walking into the orgy dome. That is a place. The orgy dome is a real thing. You just accidentally walk in. Just, oh, oops. I mean, I'm so there, but I don't want crotch burn from either the orgy dome or the alkali dust. Oh, Jesus. Hey, it's a thing. Uh, you failed to thoroughly decorate your bike and can't distinguish it from the thousands parked on the playa. That would, that suck. would suck. It's not like you have a remote to like <laughs> press the panic button. I'm going to put a panic button on my bike if I go to, to Burning Man. I'll be that guy. I think that's a great idea. People will be like getting their relaxing massage and they're like dancing. I'm just like, I'm like, oh, my bike's over there. It's fine, guys. I found it. You can stop looking. I got it. Excuse me. Excuse me. Stop having sex. I need to get. Excuse me. Oh, that looks interesting. Nope. Got to get to my bike. 
Ooh, scrambled eggs. Hold on. I got to go turn off my bike. It's still beeping. Oh. Uh, the last one I have is smog from all the diesel generators sometimes feels worse than the air in Los Angeles. Oh. Yeah. Okay. If there's so many fucking bicycles, why don't they get like electrical generators and just make you ride your bicycle to generate power? Duh. I don't know. I don't know. I, maybe because... The technology isn't sophisticated enough it's yet. Like an episode I don't of know. Blackwater. Of Blackwater? Yeah, isn't that it? What? Black Mirror. Oh my god, I always keep saying Blackwater. Black Mirror. That's <laughs> what I. Oh god, the second time I've done that this week, and people are like Blackwater. Sorry, Blackwater is the special ops thing from the Iraq War. It's bad. Don't. That's not good. <laughs> it's completely different. Though. I think I've been listening to too much NPR. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> I've been binging NPR. It's getting to my brain, apparently. Uh, there are worse things to binge. This is true. Like our show. <laughs> oh, God, don't binge our show. Save yourself that disaster. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to lose a few IQ points? <laughs> I mean, but you'll laugh. You learn some You stuff. learn some. You probably lose more than you learn. <laughs> That's okay. That's all right. That's what we're here for. Well, that's all we have for part one, right? You don't have anything else? um, Oh, 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 there was a story that I read that was not included, but I'd like to share it real quick. All right. So there were these people up on top of this van, and they were like dancing, grooving, doing their thing, and they had railings around it. And this guy gets up there, and he's looking really, really drunk, and he's like almost falling off. So they try and help him down the ladder, and then he goes back up. And then they try and help him back down, and he goes back up. And at one point he says, this guy goes to help him. He's like, don't touch me. Get your hands off of me. So he gets up and he's wobbling around. And then he goes and he stands by the railing with his back to it. All of a sudden stops, squats down and does a backflip off of this van. It's like 10 feet tall and lands perfectly on the ground. And that was his gift. Because only a professional gymnast could do something like that. He totally pulled oh, off being yeah. He totally pulled off being fucked up and then like jumped ten feet off of a van. <laughs> so, do not try that at home. Do not try that at home. Disclaimer: <laughs> Do not try that at home. <laughs> Only if you're a licensed professional gymnast. I Are they licensed? I don't know, but they should be. You need at least five thousand hours of professional gymnast practice before you become licensed. <laughs> At least to attend one uh, world championship. Is that what it is? Sure. And enter into the Olympics to be licensed. If you enter into the Olympics, you're immediately licensed. Right. It's like becoming part of like a Disney Broadway show. You just immediately get your union card because they're like, yeah, 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 we'll pay for you. Right, right. Or uh, it's like an honorary degree from Harvard. They're like, you just, you're so amazing that. Just you get a degree. You don't you don't even have to study here. Here you are. Gee, thanks. Okay. Well, I think that concludes part one of episode twenty-eight, Michael. Uh it sure does. So if you guys want to send us your crazy stories, if you've been to Burning Man, oh my god, please let us know. We want to hear your experience. We won't knock it, I promise. We're just bitter because we're not cool enough to go and nobody's invited us. So yeah. <laughs> or you can invite us. Write us and invite us for next year. That'd be awesome. We can record from the desert. Yes. Michael, we're doing this. This is happening. 
There's oh. going to be so many drugs and boobs and ass. Um, you can write to us at P.O. Box 198514, Nashville, Tennessee, 37219. Or you can email us at gopostalpodcast at gmail.com. Um, and also, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. You don't, you, you don't even have to give us five stars. Just rate us. Write something about us. You can tell us we suck monkey nuts. I don't care. Just, just, just do something. Help, help us. Help. 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 Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Go Postal Podcast. Um, all right. Well, I guess we'll see you on Wednesday. <gasps> yeah. Auf Wiedersehen. Ciao.